journalism is to question the prevailing wisdom. Question the prevailing wisdom. Just speak the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. All rights reserved and affirmed. Free all minds. These are weapons of mass These descent. Are weapons of mass descent. Welcome to Uprising, a daily digest of independent news analysis, investigation, education, artistic expression, and activism. It's Wednesday, May 11th, 2011, and I'm your host, Sonali Kohatkar. Sugar, the bitter truth. We'll spend the hour examining the growing addition of sugar into the American diet and the politics of American obesity. Sorry if my eyes drop when the fellow meadows out, but I can't help myself. Why should I? This is Uprising. Good morning and welcome to Uprising. It's been a couple of years since soda was banned from California public school campuses in an effort to curb childhood obesity. Now, concerned parties are targeting another sugary drink, chocolate milk. Chocolate adds about 60 more calories to an 8-ounce serving of plain milk, and it comes with a lot more sugar and additives. However, tossing it from cafeteria aisles will be a tougher sell than scrapping soda. The LA Times reports that many adults fear kids will refuse to drink plain milk and forego an important serving of daily calcium. However, there is no dispute that growing waistlines among American kids is a big problem. One-third of American children are overweight or obese. Among adults, the problem is worse, with two-thirds qualifying as overweight or obese. While the standard dietary advice from our federal health agencies promotes counting calories and fat grams as the best way to keep slim, a growing movement of scientists is pointing to sugar as the biggest villain in the battle of the bulge. Physician Robert Lustig has become an internet sensation for his lecture entitled Sugar, the Bitter Truth. Lustig, citing years of medical research, makes the case that not only does sugar make us fat, we are slowly poisoning ourselves with sweet treats. He says we're eating more sugar. 25% of adolescents today get 15% of their calories from fructose alone. This is a disaster. The fat's going down, the sugar's going up, and we're all getting sick. A lengthy article in the New York Times on April 13th entitled Is Sugar Toxic? by Dr. Gary Tobbs cites Lustig's lecture to make the case that he himself makes in his new book, Why We Get Fat and What to Do About It. Well, today we're very pleased to be playing for you on our program excerpts of Dr. Robert Lustig's uh, Internet Sensation Lecture called Sugar, the Bitter Truth. And since we are in Fun Drive, we'd also like for you to call in and make a pledge to KPFK as you're listening to the material that we'll be playing at 818-985-5735. We're very excited to be able to offer the DVD of Robert Lustig's uh, lecture, Sugar, the Bitter Truth, uh, with the permission of UCTV, University of California TV, which is where that lecture first uh, uh, was played. We'll also offer you a copy of Gary Tobbs's book, Why We Get Fat and What to Do About It, along with Uprising's 4-gigabyte USB memory stick, which has the entire audio of Lustig's talk on it. You can get all three of these items for a pledge of $250 at 818-985-5735. Well, let's hear Dr. Robert Lustig making the case for uh, why sugar is such a serious toxin. We all weigh 25 pounds more today than we did 25 years ago, all of us. Now, it is often said that obesity is the ultimate interaction between genetics and environment. And Dr. Christian Vase, who's sitting in the back of the room, will be talking to you next week about the genetic component, which I am also very interested in. But having said that, our genetic pool did not change in the last 30 years. But boy, oh boy, has our environment sure changed. Okay? So tonight, we're going to talk about the environment rather than genes. Okay? Now, in order to talk about the environment, we need to talk about what is obesity. And of course, you're all familiar with the basic concept of the first law of thermodynamics, which states that the total energy inside a closed system remains constant. Now, in human terms, 
the standard interpretation of this law is the following. If you eat it, you better burn it, or you're going to store it. Now, who here believes that? Oh, come on, you all do. Okay. I used to believe that. I don't anymore. I think that's a mistake. I think that is the biggest mistake, and that is the uh, phenomenon I'm going to try to debunk over the course of the, uh, over the next hour, because I think there's another way to state the law, okay, which is much more relevant and much more to the point. Before I get there, of course, if you believe that, these are the two problems, right? Calories in, calories out. Two behaviors, right? Gluttony and sloth. After all, you see anybody on the street, oh, he's a glutton and a sloth. That's all there is to it. You know, Tommy Thompson said it on the TV show. We just eat too damn much, right? Well, you know, if that were the case, how did the Japanese do this? Why are they doing bariatric surgery on children at Tokyo Children's Hospital today? Why are the Chinese? Why are the Koreans? Why are the Australians? I mean, you know, these, all these countries who've adopted our diet all suffer now from the same problem. And we're going to get even further in a minute. Okay? There's another way to state this first law. Okay? And that is, if you're going to store it, that is biochemical forces that drive energy storage, and we'll talk about what they are in a few minutes, and you expect to burn it, that is normal energy expenditure for normal quality of life. Because energy expenditure and quality of life are the same thing. Things that make your energy expenditure go up make you feel good like ephedrine, it's off the market, coffee for two hours, then you need another hit like me. Things that make your energy expenditure go down, like starvation, hypothyroidism, make you feel lousy. Okay? And how many calories you burn and how good you feel are synonymous. So if you're going to store it, that is an obligate weight gain set up by a biochemical process, and you expect to burn it, that is normal energy expenditure for normal quality of life, then you're going to have to eat it. And now, all of a sudden, these two behaviors, the gluttony and the sloth, are actually secondary to a biochemical process, which is primary. And that's a different way to think about the process. And it also alleviates the obese person from being the perpetrator, but rather the victim, which is how obese people really feel. Because no one chooses to be obese. Certainly no child chooses to be obese. Oh, you say, oh, yeah, sure, I know some adults who don't care. You know, Rossini, the famous composer, you know, La Gaza Larga, Marriage of Figaro and all that, he retired at age 37 to a lifetime of gastronomic debauchery, okay? Maybe he chose to be obese, okay? But the kids I take care of in uh, obesity clinic do not choose to be obese. In fact, this is the exception that proves the rule. We have an epidemic of obese six-month-olds. Now, if you want to say that it's all about diet and exercise, then you have to explain this to me. So any hypothesis that you want to proffer that explains the obesity epidemic, you've got to explain this one too. Okay? And this is not just in America, these six-month-old obese kids, but these are around the world now. All right? So open your minds and let's go and figure out what the real story is, okay? Now, let's talk about calorie intake, because that's what today is about. We're going to talk about the energy intake side of the uh, equation, okay? Sure enough, we are all eating more now than we did 20 years ago. Teen boys are eating 275 calories more. American adult males are eating 187 calories more per day. American adult females are eating 335 calories more per day. No question. We're all eating more. Question is, why? How come? Because it's all there? You know what? It was there before. Okay? We're all eating more. There's a, there's a system in our body, which you've heard about over the last couple of weeks, called leptin. Everybody heard of leptin? Okay? It's this hormone that comes from your fat cell, tells your brain, you know what? I've had enough. I don't need to eat anymore. I'm done. And I can burn energy properly. Well, you know what? If you're eating 187 or 335 calories more today than you were 20 years ago, your leptin ain't working. Because if it were, you wouldn't be doing it, whether the food was there or not. So there's something wrong with our biochemical negative feedback system that normally controls energy balance. And we have to figure out what caused it, and how to reverse it. And that's what tonight is about. 
But nonetheless, there are 275 calories we have to account for. So where are they? Are they in the fat? No, they're not in the fat. Five grams, 45 calories out of the 275, nothing. In fact, it's all in the carbohydrate. 57 grams, 228 calories. We're all eating more carbohydrate. Now, you all know back in 1982, the American Heart Association, the American Medical Association, and the U.S. Department of Agriculture admonished us to reduce our total fat consumption from 40 to 30%. Everybody remember that? Okay, that's how Entenmann's fat-free cakes came into being. Remember that? Okay, so what happened? We did it. We've done it. 40% down to 30%. And look what's happened to the obesity, metabolic syndrome, non-alcoholic fatty liver disease, cardiovascular disease, stroke prevalence, all jacked way up as our total fat consumption as a percent has gone down. It ain't the fat, people. It ain't the fat. So what is it? Well, it's the carbohydrate. Specifically, which carbohydrate? Well, beverage intake, right? 41% increase in soft drinks, 35% increase in fruit drinks, fruit aids, whatever you want to call them. Okay. Just remember, down here, one can of soda a day is 150 calories. Multiply that by 365 days a year, and then divide that by the magic number of 3,500 calories per pound. If you eat or drink 3,500 calories more than you burn, you will gain one pound of fat. Okay? That's the first law of thermodynamics. No argument there. That's worth 15 and a half pounds of fat per year. One soda a day is 15 and a half pounds per year. Now, you've all heard that before. That's not news to you. The question is, how come we don't respond? How come leptin doesn't work? How come we can't stay energy stable? That's what we're going to get to. Dr. Robert Lustig is a nationally recognized authority in the field of neuroendocrinology with a special emphasis on the regulation of energy balance by the central nervous system. He is a professor of clinical pediatrics in the Division of Endocrinology, director of the Weight Assessment for Teen and Child Health, which is the WATCH program at the University of California in San Francisco. And he gave a talk a couple of years ago, actually, that uh, arrived on the Internet last year and that has become such a sensation that well over a million people have viewed it, a viral 90-minute video lecture on the dangers of sugar. And it's our thank you gift to you today in a high-quality DVD format at 818-985-5735, 818-985-KPFK for a pledge of $75. We'll send you the DVD. We're also featuring during this hour for our fun drive the book that was just released a few months ago by Dr. Gary. Tobbs called Why We Get Fat and What to Do About It on April 13th of this month, of this year. Dr. Gary Tobbs wrote the article, the lengthy article in the New York Times, Is Sugar Toxic?, where he cited Dr. Robert Lustig's article. He, uh, his book is available for a pledge of 125 and the audio of Lustig's talk is available on the Uprising 4-gigabyte memory stick, which also comes with the audio of a number of other speakers, including Dr. Gabor Mate and others. Altogether, a pledge of $250. That's $20.83 a month at 818-985-5735, 818-985-KPFK. This is what Dr. Gary Tobbs said. Uh, In his article, he said on May 26, 2009, Robert Lustig gave a lecture called Sugar, the Bitter Truth, which was posted on the Internet a year later. Since then, it's been viewed by well over 800,000 times. And in fact, I should say as of yesterday, it's been viewed by 1.2 million times, gaining new viewers at a rate of about 50,000 per month. Fairly remarkable numbers for a 90-minute discussion on the nuances of fructose biochemistry and human physiology. Lustig is a specialist on pediatric hormone disorders and the leading expert in childhood obesity at UC San Francisco School of Medicine, which is one of the best medical schools in the country. The viral success of his lecture, though, has little to do with Lustig's impressive credentials and far more to do with the persuasive case that he makes that sugar is a toxin or a poison, terms that he uses together 13 times through the course of the lecture in addition to the five references to sugar as merely evil. And by sugar, Lustig means not only the white granulated stuff that we put in coffee and sprinkle on cereal, technically known as sucrose, 
but also high fructose corn syrup, which has already become, without Lustig's help, what he calls the most demonized additive known to man. It doesn't hurt Lustig's cause that he is a compelling public speaker. His critics argue that what makes him compelling is his practice of taking suggestive evidence and insisting that it's incontrovertible. But sugar is not just an empty calorie, says Lustig. Its effect on us is much more insidious. It's not just about the calories. It has nothing to do with the calories. It's a poison by itself. If Lustig is right, then our excessive consumption of sugar is the primary reason that the numbers of obese and diabetic Americans have skyrocketed in the past 30 years. But his argument implies more than that. If Lustig is right, it would mean that sugar is also the likely dietary cause of several other chronic ailments widely considered to be diseases of Western lifestyles, heart disease, hypertension, and many common cancers among them. 818-985-5735 is a phone number to call, 818-985-KPFK. We want you to have a copy of Gary Tobbs's book, along with Robert Lustig's lecture, The Internet Viral Sensation, that uh, is our thank you gift in a high quality DVD format, along with the uprising four gigabyte memory stick, which includes the entire audio of this lecture that you can listen to in your car for a pledge of $250 at 818-985-5735, 818-985-KPFK. In the lecture that Robert Lustig gives, he asks the question, how come leptin, that chemical in our body that's released or should be released to let us know when we're satiated or when we've eaten enough, how come it doesn't work? Does it ha- what does it have to do with the consumption of sugar? In this next clip, he talks about the Coca-Cola conspiracy, uh, which is a very, very interesting talk about how the sizes of Coke bottles have increased dramatically in the past few years. And I want to mention that Dr. Robert Lustig's lecture uh, has been shared with us courtesy of UCTV, University of California Television, which is available in cable in Los Angeles, on cable in Los Angeles. It's also available online at uctv.tv. I call this slide very specifically the Coca-Cola conspiracy. Anybody here work for Coke? Pepsi? Okay, good. All right, so this over here, 1915, the first standardized bottle of Coca-Cola out of Atlanta. Anybody remember this bottle? Sure, a lot of you do, right? I remember this bottle because my grandfather in Brooklyn took me on Saturday afternoon down to the local soda shop on Avenue M and Ocean Avenue, and every Saturday afternoon I had one of these. I remember it very well. Now, if you drank one of those every day, assuming, of course, that the recipe hasn't changed, because after all, only two people in the world know the recipe, and they're not allowed to fly on the plane at the same time, right? You know that, okay? Assuming the recipe hasn't changed, if you drank one of those every day for a year, six and a half ounces, that would be worth eight pounds of fat per year, okay? Now, In 1955, after World War II, and sugar became plentiful again and wasn't being rationed, we have the appearance of the 10-ounce bottle, the first one that was found in vending machines, and you probably remember that one as well. Then in 1960, the ever-ubiquitous 12-ounce can, worth 16 pounds of fat per year, and of course today, this over here is the single unit of measure, right, 20 ounces. Anybody know how many servings are in that bottle? 2.5, 8-ounce servings, that's right. Anybody know, anybody who gets 2.5, 8-ounce servings out of that bottle? That's a single serving, right? Okay, so that would be worth 26 pounds of fat per year if you did that every day. And then, of course, over here we have the 7-Eleven Big K Thirst Buster, Big Gulp, whatever you want to call it. 44 ounces worth 57 pounds of fat per year. And if that wasn't bad enough, my colleague Dr. Dan Hale at the University of Texas San Antonio tells me that down there they got a Texas-sized Big Gulp. (laughs) 60 ounces of Coca-Cola, a Snickers bar, and a bag of Doritos, all for 99 cents. Okay, so if you did that every day for a year, that would be worth 112 pounds of fat per year. Okay, so why do I call it the Coca-Cola conspiracy? Well, what's in Coke? Caffeine, good, good. So what's caffeine? It's a mild stimulant, right? It's also a diuretic, right? Makes you pee free water. What else is in Coke? We'll get to the sugar in a minute. What else? Salt. Salt. 55 milligrams of sodium per can. It's like drinking a pizza. So what happens if you take on sodium and lose free water? You get thirstier. Right. So why is there so much sugar in Coke? To hide the salt. When was the last time you went to a Chinese restaurant and had sweet and sour pork? That's half soy sauce. You wouldn't eat that. 
Except the sugar plays a trick on your tongue. You can't even tell it's there. Right? Everybody remember New Coke, 1985? More salt, more caffeine. They knew what they were doing. Okay? That's the smoking gun. Okay? They know. They know. All right. So that's why it's the Coca-Cola conspiracy. Dr. Robert Lustig giving a lecture and... uh a lecture that has gone on to become viral, a lecture that has gotten uh, hundreds of thousands of hits, people watching it uh, from all over the world, and particularly here in the United States, which uh, really indicates something about what people are finally starting to know about and understand about sugar. If you want a copy of this lecture in high-quality DVD format, call us right now at at 818-985-5735. There's a number of slides that are presented through out this talk, and it's very well edited and put together so that you're not just watching him show, uh, you know, point to the slide, but the slide actually fills the screen so that you can read it yourself. Uh, there's a lot of biochemistry he goes into, but it actually makes the case even better. 818-985-5735 is the phone number to call. We all know somebody who is grappling with Uh, the issue of weight, if we ourselves aren't, right? And let me tell you, after I watched this uh, DVD, after I watched this lecture, it really made me think twice about my own sugar consumption, my family's sugar consumption, what I might feed to my son. And I thought I was pretty conscientious to begin with. 818-985-KPFK is the phone number to call. It's so important that we pay attention to what's happening here because it's not just about obesity or about how people look. It's about health, public health. It's about what government health agencies have been telling us for 30 years, sending us the wrong message. And uh, Robert Lustig goes into the debate of uh, uh, goes into the debate that took place in the 70s and how it ended up that health agencies told Americans to cut fat by a huge percentage, but not sugar. And of course, what ended up happening was food processors, food producers cut the fat, created a whole host of low-fat processed foods which, of course, didn't taste very good, and to make up for the lack of taste, added sugar. And our sugar consumption has increased and increased and increased over the last 30 years. And we have not gotten thinner, nor have we cut rates of heart disease. It's been quite the opposite. And he makes this very compelling case in this DVD. We want you to have a copy of it. We want you to have a copy of Gary Tobbs's book, uh, <clears throat> Why We Get Fat and What to Do About It which is also available for $125 pledge. You can get the DVD and the book for $200. For an extra $50, you can get the Uprising USB memory stick loaded with audio of various talks, including people like Robert Lustig's. His entire lecture will be uh, in MP3 format on that USB drive, along with Chris Hedges and Gabor Mate and Noam Chomsky, Malalai Joya, Ray McGovern, and others, plus my interviews with several of these folks, plus the entire Guantanamo WikiLeaks files in PDF format. All of that for a pledge of $250 or $20.83 a month at 818-985-5735. I want to uh, read off a little bit more from Gary Tobbs's uh, very, very important article that appeared in the New York Times on April 13th. He says, it's one thing to suggest, as most nutritionists will, that a healthful diet includes more fruits and vegetables and maybe less fat, red meat and salt, or less of everything. It's entirely different to claim that one particularly cherished aspect of our diet might not just be an unhealthful indulgence, but might actually be toxic. That when you bake your children a birthday cake or give them lemonade on a hot summer day, you might be doing them more harm than good, despite all the love that goes with it. Suggesting that sugar might kill us is what zealots do. But Robert Lustig, and he cites a DVD, the video that we're giving away today, who has genuine expertise, has accumulated and synthesized a mass of evidence which he finds compelling enough to convict sugar. His critics consider that evidence insufficient, but there's no way to know who might be right or what must be done to find out without discussing it. And Gary Taub says, if I didn't buy this argument myself, I wouldn't be writing about it here. And I also have a disclaimer to acknowledge. I've spent much of the last decade doing journalistic research on diet and chronic disease. Some of the more contrarian findings on dietary fat appeared in this magazine, the New York Times magazine. And he says, I have come to conclusions similar to Robert Lustig's. 818-985-5735 is the phone number to call. Judge for yourself. Watch the DVD yourself. Read Gary Tobbs' book yourself. 
uh, and make a pledge to KPFK. 818-985-KPFK is a phone number to call. It's a pledge of $75 for the high-quality DVD, chock full of information with uh, complete with Dr. Robert Lustig's slides. It's a, an amazing, amazing lecture. I w- w- listened to the whole thing from start to finish yesterday. It's so compelling. It taught me so much. He goes in-depth into the links between sugar intake and type 2 diabetes. Maybe you know somebody who has type 2 diabetes who might benefit from hearing about this. And, you know, the whole debate around high fructose corn syrup, well, he goes into that whole debate as well. And what's interesting about that, and, you know, in recent years, high fructose corn syrup has come under really huge scrutiny, and it deserves that. But actually, that debate is a little bit misleading because the way in which the high fructose corn syrup advocates... The Corn Refiners Association and others have defended themselves as by saying high fructose corn syrup is no more dangerous than sugar. And guess what? They're right. It's not about how much high fructose corn syrup we're consuming. It's about how much sugar we're consuming, whether it comes in the form of high fructose corn syrup or sucrose or fructose. 818-985-5735 is a phone number to call. And make a pledge of uh, either $75, $125, $200, or $250, whatever level you can afford. And uh, Robert Lustig also goes on to say that, you know, we're consuming more sugar than we were in the past. High fructose corn syrup is just cheaper than sugar. And so it's in everything today, in everything from bread to chocolate milk to cereals to things that you wouldn't even imagine. You know, ketchup, mustard, everything has high fructose corn syrup or sugar in it. 818-985-KPFK is the phone number to call. If you want to know, uh, if you want an explanation of why we're seeing this public health crisis in the United States today, here's your chance to do it. Let's go back to the lecture where uh, Dr. Robert Lustig goes into the details about how uh, about the history of food, uh, of, of politics in the United States, the history of how sugar came to be so prevalent. Before we had food processing, we used to get our fructose from fruits and vegetables. And if we did that today, we would consume about 15 grams per day of fructose, not sugar, fructose. So fr- sugar would be 30 grams, would be double. Okay, we're just talking about fructose today. Okay, prior to World War II. Okay, before it become, be, got rationed again, okay, we were up to about 16 to 24, about 20 grams. So a small increase from the beginning of the century to World War II. Then, in 1977, just as high fructose corn syrup was hitting the market, we had increased that. We had basically doubled up to 37 grams per day, or 8% of total caloric intake. By 1994, we were up to 55 grams of the stuff per day. Remember, if you want to do sugar, then double the number. So that's 10.2. So you can see that more and more of our caloric intake, more higher percentage, is being accounted for by sugar every single year. So it's not just that we're eating more. We're eating more sugar. Okay? And for adolescents today, we're up to almost 75 grams, 12% of total caloric intake. 25% of the um, adolescents today consume at least 15% of their calories from fructose alone. This is a disaster, an absolute unmitigated disaster. The fat's going down, the sugar's going up, and we're all getting sick. Now let me show you why. Okay. How'd this happen? Why did it happen? So this is where the politics comes in. This is the perfect storm. And it was created from three political winds that swirled around all at the same time to create this perfect storm. So the first political wind, everything bad that ever happened in this country started with one man. Okay? And it's still being felt today. Okay? So Richard Nixon, in his paranoia back in 1972, okay, Food prices were going up and down and up and down. I'm going to show you that on the next slide. Okay? And he was worried that this was actually going to cost him the election. So he admonished his Secretary of Agriculture, Earl Rusty Butts, I love that name, okay? <laughs> to f- basically take food off the political table, to make food a non-issue in presidential elections. Well, the only way to do that was to make food cheap. So he was out to find all methods to be able to decrease the price of food. Remember Nixon's war on poverty? This, we're suffering from it today. Okay? That's what this is. Okay? 
Second political win, the advent of high fructose corn syrup. Okay? So this was invented in 1966 at Saga Medical School in Japan by a guy named Takasaki, who's still alive. Okay? As far as I'm concerned, this stuff is Japan's revenge for World War II. <laughs> Except, of course, that they're suffering from it now themselves. Okay? Like everything, you know, it always comes back to haunt you. Okay? And it was introduced to the American market in 1975. So what do you think happened to the price of sugar when this thing hit the market? Here's what happened. So here's the U.S. producer price index of sugar going up and down and up and down. Okay? This is not good. Okay? Um, stability is at 100%. If it stays nice and stable at 100%, that's what you want okay? if you're a politician. Up and down. Here's where corn sweeteners entered the market, 1975, 1980. And you can see that since then, the price of sugar has remained remarkably constant. And it did so not just in the U.S., but also on the international stage. Here's the London price doing the same thing. And when you look at the difference in price between uh, sugar and high fructose corn syrup, you can see that high fructose corn syrup is about half the price. Okay? So in other words, it's cheap. So high fructose corn syrup is evil, but it's not evil because it's metabolically evil. It's evil because it's economically evil, because it's so cheap that it's found its way into everything. It's found its way into hamburger buns, pretzels, barbecue sauce, and ketchup, okay? almost everything. Okay? Somebody um, emailed me the other day and told me they went into their local grocery store and went through every single loaf of bread on the shelf. And out of 32 you know, types of bread on the shelf, only one of them did not have high fructose corn syrup in it. Okay? So we are being poisoned by this stuff, and it's been added surreptitiously to all of our food, every processed food. Okay? And the question is, why? Well, you'll see why in a minute. Okay? So the corn refiners like to point out, well, you know, it's just been a substitution. Okay? As the high fructose corn syrup's gone up, the sugar's gone down. You know, we're just replacing, you know, like gram for gram. Well, not exactly, because here's 73 pounds of sugar per year. This is from the Economic Research Service of the U.S. Department of Agriculture, okay? So disappearance data, okay? 73 pounds up to 95 pounds by, two, by 2000, okay? And there's something missing from this slide. Anybody want to tell me what it is? What's missing? Juice. Juice is missing, because juice is sucrose, right? Sugar. And juice causes obesity. Okay, so this is a study done by Miles Faith, a prospective study in inner-city Harlem toddlers. Okay? And the number of juice servings per day predicts the change in BMI score per month in these inner-city Harlem toddlers. Now, where do these inner-city Harlem toddlers get their juice? From what? From where? From whom? From WIC. Anybody heard of WIC? You know what WIC is? Women, infants, children, right? A government entitlement program set up under who? Nixon, okay, to prevent failure to thrive? They did. This is the equal and opposite reaction. So let's add juice in. Here it is. And so most fructose items, when you put it together, now we're up to 113 pounds on this graph. And I just heard from Brian Williams of NBC News after the uh, most recent uh, study came out uh, that was in the Journal of Clinical Investigation that we are actually up to 141 pounds of sugar per year, each of us. 818-985-5735 is the phone number to call. If you'd like an, a copy, a high-quality DVD copy of this entire 90-minute talk for a pledge of $75, 818-985-KPFK. Dr. Robert Lustig, the Internet sensation, he is a very highly regarded uh, uh, doctor of, um, uh, uh, of uh, neuro endocrinology, professor of clinical pediatrics at UC San Francisco, works with the uh, program called WATCH, Weight Assessment for Teen and Child Health. And he gave this incredible lecture called Sugar, the Bitter Truth, which has now received 1.2 million hits online. The only problem with the online video is that you can't see his slides very clearly because it's a low-quality video. 
But we have the high-quality video on DVD with permission from UCTV, which first aired his lecture last year. And we want you to have it for a pledge of $75 at 818-985-5735. 818-985-KPFK. He goes through the three major... Uh, reasons that created the perfect political storm leading to why American consumption of sugar has gone up so drastically over the last 30 years. He started by telling us the first two reasons about Richard Nixon's uh, USDA Secretary Earl Butts, who uh, helped Nixon politically by making uh, sure that food prices didn't fluctuate and that sugar got real cheap. And then the uh, invention of high fructose corn syrup in 1966 uh, the third reason is a couple of studies that were done that led the USDA, the American Medical Association, and the American Heart Association to call for a reduction in dietary fat, a very crucial decision that they made that has led to the enormous increase in obesity and obesity-related diseases that we're seeing over the past 30 years because what happened with the reduction in dietary fat was a corresponding increase in sugar. 818-985-KPFK is a phone number to call. And Dr. Robert Lustig makes the case so compellingly in this lecture that sugar is the culprit rather than fat, uh, that uh, you're going to change the way you look at food. And maybe your family or somebody in your family is struggling with issues regarding obesity. Maybe you have diabetes, hypertension, heart disease, or other uh, issues of uh, uh, relating to weight gain and, and dietary issues in your family. Maybe you yourself uh, really feel like you could benefit from this information. So if so, call us at 818-985-5735. And thank KPFK for making this material available to you, for airing it on our air. Waves. We have five callers on the line right now. We'd love to hear from many, many more of you. It's a pledge of only $75 for the DVD. I really encourage you to get it along with a book by Gary Tobbs, who uh, also makes a very, very compelling case, and he agrees with Robert Lustig. It, it makes a very good uh, pack together. Uh, Gary Tobbs's book is called Why We Get Fat and What to Do About It. That's available for a pledge of $125. You can get them together for $200. Uh, you can also get the KPFK Uprising 4-gigabyte memory stick, USB memory stick, which has the entire lecture by Lustig in MP3 format, so you can listen to it. Because I recommend actually listening to it a couple of times. You can pop it onto your iPod and listen to it as you drive to work. Share it with your family and friends that way. And again, it's a high-quality MP3 that we're going to be putting on that. And all of those three things are available for a pledge of $20.83 a month. That's $250 at 818-985-5735, 818-985-KPFK. And uh, we've only raised $600 this morning. We should be raising 10 times that. Uh, Ian Masters offered some of these same items yesterday on his program, raised $6,100. We want to raise as much as that on our morning program here at 818-985-5735. KPFK. We have six callers on the line right now. Call us and make a pledge at the $250 level for the pack. You can make a pledge at the $125 level for the book by Gary Tobbs, at the $120 level for the USB memory stick, at the $75 level for the DVD at 818-985-5735. I have one very special bonus uh, freebie that I'd like to throw in for all you uh, 60s era, uh, former and current hippies. Uh, There is an event happening, a concert happening Friday, uh, August 4th. Actually, it's August 4th. I'm not sure what day of the week it is. It's August 4th, and it's called Hippie Fest, happening at the Greek Theater in Los Angeles, featuring some of the biggest names of the 60s and 70s, including David Mason of Traffic, Mark Farner of Grand Funk Railroad, and many, many others. And we have 10 pairs of tickets that we'd like to give to the first 10 callers who make a pledge of $120 minimum or more. So you can get any of the gifts that we have uh, minus just the DVD. So you can get the $120 memory stick, the $125 book, the $250 pack that we're offering. And we'll throw in a pair of tickets to the Hippie Fest. It's happening Thursday, August 4th at 7.30 p.m. at the Greek Theater. And... uh, We have 10 pairs of tickets to give to the next 10 callers who call and ask for them. 818-985-5735, 818-985-KPFK. It's being billed as Hippie Fest, a concert for peace and love. Uh, So call us and make a pledge. Learn about what sugar does to your body, what sugar does 
for the public health of Americans, the history of it, the politics of it, the uh, impacts of obesity on our nation as a whole. For a pledge of $75, you'll get the DVD. And, you know, this DVD is incredible. I really feel like I understand for the first time how... Uh, sugar plays a role, what sugar does in our bodies. You know, you might have heard of all of these sort of different kinds of cholesterol, the good cholesterol, the bad cholesterol, the LDLs, the HDLs, the triglycerides. Dr. Robert Lustig breaks it down. And finally, I feel like for the first time, I, I sort of get it. Uh, he talks about how LDL, which is a particular kind of lipids or fats, correlates with heart disease. However, there are two kinds of LDL. Pattern A, or these large, light LDL uh, pieces that can float through our bloodstream and blood vessels. And then pattern B, or the small, dense stuff. This is the bad stuff, the stuff that can clog arteries and starts to create create plaque in our blood vessels. Most studies measure the neutral as well as the bad LDL, so the, the stuff that's the uh, pattern A and the pattern B. But if you check the triglyceride levels in our blood, you really get a better measure. If the triglyceride levels are low and the HDL is high, that's good. That means you've got a lot of pattern A. LDL. But if the opposite is true, triglycerides are high and the HDL is low, that's bad. That's pattern B LDL, which has a potential to clog arteries, which is a much better predictor of heart disease. Well, what did we find? Uh, science has found that dietary fat raises your large, buoyant LDL, the good stuff. Carbohydrates, sugars raise the small, dense stuff, the bad stuff. In 1992, we went on a low-fat diet as a whole, as a country, which ended up being a high-carb diet, which led to the opposite effect it was supposed to have, heart disease, more, more heart disease. 818-985-KPFK is a phone number to call. It's so important we spread this information because we as a country have not admitted this mistake yet. Our food supply has become contaminated, according to Robert Lustig, poisoned and tainted on purpose because of the addition of sugar to make low-fat foods more palatable. You know, there was an article about this whole chocolate milk uh, issue in the LA Times just today, the chocolate milk in in, uh, in high schools, in public schools here in Southern California. And the article went into details about how many calories the milk has and how much fat there is. Not a single mention of how much sugar there is and why that should even be of concern. Dr. Robert Lustig goes into detail about why such huge numbers of six-month-old infants are now classifying as obese and he discusses what's in baby formula uh, and a most com- one of the most compelling parts of his talk is how he compares the effects of sugar to the com- effects of alcohol alcohol is a highly highly regulated substance in our society because it has bad effects on our body if consumed in huge quantities but the only difference between alcohol ethanol and sugar fructose is that alcohol is metabolized in our brains which is why we get the buzz from alcohol, but sugar is metabolized uh, in our liver and it has the same effects in the long term. The same uh, of the of the 12 uh, deleterious effects of alcohol that we see on our body, eight of those are also the same effects we see from sugar. That's amazing. We aren't regulating sugar. We're promoting sugar. Why? Dr. Robert Lustig tells us why. He says that Of the three things that Americans export outside the U.S., it's weapons, entertainment, and food. Taking fiber out of food, putting sugar into it, increases its shelf life, makes it easier to cook, easier to eat. We would have to question the way our entire food system works if we were to question the toxicity of sugar. The USDA is essentially policing itself. 818-985-5735 is a phone number to call. 818-985-KPFK. We have five callers on the line right now. I need to hear from another several more of you before I want to go to the next clip. Make a pledge of $75 for the DVD 124, the USB memory stick 125 for the book by Gary Tobbs, uh, Why We Get Fat and What to Do About It. And uh, $250 for all three of them. In fact, let me tell you a little bit more about Gary Tobbs' book. 
The Boston Globe calls it well-researched and thoughtful, reconsidering how our diets affect our bodies, how we might modify it to be healthier, and being less harsh with those who struggle with their weight are all worthy goals. Tobbs has done as a great service by bringing these issues to the table. Tobbs' critique, says the Men's Journal, is so pointed and vociferous that reading him will change the way you look at calories, the food pyramid, and your daily diet. The uh, Tucson Citizen calls it important. This excellent book built on sound research and common sense contains essential information. The Seattle Post-Intelligencer calls it passionate and urgent, backed by a persuasive amount of detail as an award-winning science journalist who spent the past decade rigorously tracking down and assimilating obesity research. He's uniquely qualified to understand and present the big picture of scientific opinions and results. Despite legions of researchers and billions of government dollars expended, Tobbs is the one to painstakingly compile this information, assimilate it, and make it available to the public. He does the important and extraordinary work of pulling it all together for us. That book is available for Pledge of 125. It's called Why We Get Fat and What to Do About It. 818-985-KPFK is a phone number to call. Get the book, the DVD, and the Uprising USB memory stick, which has the audio of Lustig's talk on it, all for Pledge of $250 or $20.83 a month. We've only raised a little over $1,000. We've got 15 minutes left in the hour. I know we can do much better than that. Let's go back to another excerpt of the talk by Dr. Lustig, who talks about the landmark studies on uh, fat and heart disease links, which led to the very faulty conclusion that it was a low-fat diet that Americans needed to embark on rather than a low-sugar diet. That thing that happened in 1982, the USDA, the American Heart Association, the American Medical Association, all telling us we had to reduce our consumption of fat. Now, why did they tell us that? To stop what? To stop heart disease, did we? No, we didn't, did we? Okay? In fact, it's worked the exact opposite. We've only created more. Okay? So now, how did this come to be? Why did they tell us to stop eating fat? Well, in the early 1970s, we discovered something in our blood called LDL, low-density lipoproteins. You've heard of that, right? Is it good or bad? Not so bad. We'll talk about it. In the mid-1970s, we learned that dietary fat raised your LDL. So if dietary fat is A and LDL is B, we learned that A led to B. Okay, dietary fat definitely increases your LDL. No argument. It's true. Okay? And then, finally, in the late 1970s, we learned that LDL correlated with cardiovascular disease. Okay? So let's call cardiovascular disease C. Okay? So we learned that B led to C. So... The thought process, you know, by some very smart nutritionists, et cetera, you know, the USDA, et cetera, said, well, if A leads to B and B leads to C, then A must lead to C. Therefore, no A, no C. This was the logic. Now, any logicians in the room? Anybody see any problems with that logic? Go ahead. That's right. The premise is incorrect. And I'll tell you why the premise is incorrect. Because this suggests that this is all transitive, but in fact, only the contrapositive is transitive. So it's not no A, no C. It's no C, no A. Okay? So the logic isn't even right. There's faulty logic here. Okay? So this doesn't work on any level. Right? So I'm going to show you why this doesn't work. And here's why, But before I show you why it doesn't work, I'm going to show you that this was a battle royal back in the 1970s. Okay? This was not a simple thing. There were people lined up on both sides of this story. Okay? So this over here is a book, 1972 it came out, and it was called Pure, White, and Deadly. It's all about sugar. Okay? Written by a British physiologist, nutritionist, endocrinologist by the name of John Yudkin. Now, I never knew John Yudkin. He's, he's passed away. Okay? But I read this book about a year ago, and without even knowing it, I was a Yudkin Acolyte. I was a Yudkin disciple. Every single thing that this man said in 1972 is the God's honest truth. And if you want to read a true prophecy, you find this book. It's not easy to find, but you go find this book, and I'm telling you, every single thing this guy said has come to pass. It's astounding. I am in awe of this guy. But on the other side, we had this guy over here. Okay, his name was Ansel Keys. Anybody heard of him? Okay, so Ansel Keys was a Minnesota epidemiologist 
very interested in the cause of cardiovascular disease. And he performed the first multivariate regression analysis without computers. Now, anybody know what that means? Multivariate regression analysis? Okay, so this is where you take a whole lot of data, okay, and normally you would just, you know, run a few computer programs. But basically the object is to try to figure out what causes what. And that is Robert Lustig talking about Ansel Keys's work in 1972 and how uh, this huge study called Seven Countries made big news because what he did was he showed that countries that consume a lot of fat also have high heart disease and countries that consume a lot of uh, less fat have low heart disease. But what he didn't check for was uh, countries that consume sugar. And of course, the U.S. and Canada came out ahead in fat but also sugar, and countries like Italy and Japan came out low in fat, but they also came out low in sugar uh, because Americans and Canadians as a whole were eating more calories altogether. Uh, And uh, what he should have done was find out whether there was a correlation between sugar consumption and heart disease. And unfortunately, his study uh, was taken to be the authority on uh, on uh, on the links between on what causes heart disease. And Dr. Robert Lustig says we've based 30 years of nutrition education and policy on what we now know to be a faulty study. 818-985-5735 is the phone number to call. 818-985-KPFK. How do we explain why a major revolution in low-fat uh, diets has actually led to an increase in obesity, an increase in heart disease and other related diseases. This is why, this is how you find out in this DVD, in this book that we're offering for you today, the DVD by Robert Lustig, the book by Gary Tobbs, together for a pledge of $200 at 818-985-5735. Gary Tobbs writes in the New York Times, in animals, or at least in laboratory rats and mice, it's clear that if fructose hits the liver in sufficient quantity and with sufficient speed, the liver will convert much of it to fat. This apparently induces a condition known as insulin resistance, which is now considered the fundamental problem in obesity and the underlying defect in heart disease and in the type of diabetes type 2 that is common to obese and overweight individuals. It might also be the underlying defect in many cancers. If what happens in laboratory rodents also happens in humans, and if we are eating enough sugar to make it happen, then we are in trouble. 818-985-5735 is a phone number to call. It's a pledge of $75 for the entire high-quality DVD lecture by Dr. Robert Lustig that has become an internet sensation viewed by well over a million people. Uh, We want to give you the high-quality DVD version of it as it was recorded by UCTV, which has generously made it available to us. By the way, UCTV is available on cable in Los Angeles and also online at uctv.tv. We also want to give you the book by Gary Tobbs, who has written the lengthy New York Times Magazine article that I was quoting from this hour. His book is called Why We Get Fat and What to Do About It, and a highly, highly acclaimed book. And uh, you can get each of those for 75 and 125 together for $200. You can also get the Uprising USB memory stick for 120 Get all of that together for instead of 320 which is what it would add up to, we're giving you a deal for 250 at $20.83 a month. 818-985-5735 is a phone number to call. 818-985-KPFK. This is such important information <clears throat> because it has impacts on so many things in our lives. This is where the personal and the political intersect. This is where uh, issues that affect all of us or most of us or people that we know are related directly to erroneous government policies and we can change it. 818-985-5735 818-985-KPFK We have uh, raised just a little over $1,000. I know we can do much, much better than that. Uh, This DVD really helped me look at sugar in a whole different way. In fact, I will confess to you this morning, I put half the sugar in my cup of tea than I normally do to see if I could handle it. And I could handle it. Uh, and it really makes a big difference. You know, every little bit that we uh, that we think about, you know, the ketchup that we put on our kids' foods, what are we doing, uh, you know, to our kids, making them more susceptible to and more used to sugary tastes. And Dr. Robert Lustig shows us that uh, the earlier children get exposed to sugar, the more their bodies become developmentally dependent on it. 818-985-KPFK is the phone number 
number to call. Uh, he goes into the reasons uh, why fiber is taken out of most modern foods, right? We used to eat so much more fiber than we uh, do now as a whole, as a society. Uh, Americans, people would eat so much fiber, and we eat so much less fiber these days. The only... Um, Things uh, that, uh, you know, there's very, very few things that actually have fiber. He describes how uh, people who worked in sugarcane fields used to have much, much lower rates of diseases than the executives who ate the refined sugar. Why? Because sugarcane has a ton of fiber. When sugar occurs naturally in nature, it comes with a ton of fiber. Sugarcane is a stick. Have you ever tried to chew a sugarcane stick? It is all fiber and a little bit of sugar, but you squeeze all the sugar out of it. You refine it. You take all the fiber out of it, and all of a sudden, uh, you are left with a product that is much more toxic uh, than uh, and in, consumed in quantities that become toxic. 818-985-KPFK is a phone number to call. Robert Lustig makes the case that sugar should be regulated like alcohol. We regulate alcohol so uh, seriously, right? Because we know that large quantities of alcohol can have very serious effects on people, not just you know the drink and drive aspect of it, which of course is very important, but the long-term health effects that it has on people. We have, uh, we recognize alcoholism as a disease, uh, but we don't recognize sugar consumption, even though in the body, it actually has a very, very similar effect. And he goes into in depth into the biochemistry of that. Uh, the only reason that we consider a difference between alcohol and sugar is that alcohol gets metabolized in the brain. So we get a buzz out of it. Uh, sugar is alcohol without the buzz is essentially what he goes into. And, and that's how he describes it. And, you know, alcohol is fine in small quantities and sugar would be fine in small quantities, except that we don't consume small quantities of it. We consume enormous quantities of it without even realizing it. Even if we're not actually actively adding sugar into our diets, into our coffee and tea, we might be drinking it in our sodas. We might be eating it through, you know, bread off of the shelves, even of our health food stores. I mean, I was at Trader Joe's yesterday wanting to buy some whole wheat hot dog rolls for my son. And because I watched this DVD, I checked the ingredients and I couldn't find bread that didn't have sugar on it in the in the form that I was looking for it at Trader Joe's, which we think of as, you know, having fairly healthy food. Uh, why? Why would there be evaporated cane juice in whole wheat hot dog rolls? But it's there. Even the stuff that you buy from Whole Foods, it's in there. Why? And what are the effects on our bodies? 818-985-5735 is a phone number to call. Why should there be sugar and bread in ketchup and mustard and all of these very, very basic things? Barbecue sauce, right? That's as Dr. Robert Lustig cites. In almost every... <clears throat> Everything we can think of, salad dressing. We think we're being healthy by eating salad dressing, uh, by eating salad with dressing. Uh, the dressing is loaded with sugar. 818-985-5735 is a phone number to call. He shows in such compelling, with such compelling evidence, how the amount of sugar that we are consuming is increased to the point where Americans now consume 141 pounds of sugar on average per person per year. And it's killing us. It's not just making us obese. It's killing us. We've raised $1,500 this hour. I know we can do much better than that. I want to really encourage all of you to call in. Maybe there's somebody out there who can make a 1000 or $2,000 pledge. If you do, we'll send you as many copies of the DVD as can fit in your $1,000 contribution or get four of the $250 packs we're offering. We have six callers on the line right now. We can accommodate several more of you at 818-985-5735. I want to play one last excerpt of Dr. Robert Lustig's lecture. This one is so important, particularly for uh, new parents uh, who have babies. Uh, talks about the connection between sugar consumption of infants and obesity that we see in infants. So this really blew my socks off. This was my daughter when she was in second grade two years ago, Miriam Lustig, okay, brought these two cartons of milk home for me and said, Dad, you're not going to believe this. Okay, second grade. Okay, so here's the calories in Berkeley Farms, 1% low-fat milk, 130 calories, 15 of them are sugars because it's lactose, right, which is okay. And here's Berkeley Farms, 1% chocolate milk, 190 calories, 29 grams of sugar, all high fructose corn syrup. Okay, it's like a glass of milk plus a half a glass of orange juice. Okay, and that's what we're giving to our kids. And you know what the, you know what the, uh, the nutrition department at the SFUSD says? Well, we have to get our kids to drink milk somehow. Now, is that is that is that brilliant or what? I don't know. Now, what about WIC? Okay, 
So we talked about the 112 pounds of orange juice that the kid down in Salinas was drinking. What about WIC? So remember what we started with? We have an epidemic of obese six-month-olds. Remember? So could this be the reason? So here's a can of formula. 43.2% corn syrup solids, 10.3% sugar. It's a baby milkshake. Soda, Coca-Cola is 10.5% sucrose. And unfortunately, we have to cut out of that clip because we're out of time. 818-985-5735 is a phone number to call if you care about the public health of Americans. If you want to arm yourself with information so that you can help change the policy of this country that is driving uh, low-fat, high-sugar products into our supermarkets and onto our shelves and into our pantries, then get a hold of this DVD at 818-985-KPFK. If you get a busy signal, please wait a moment and call us right back. You can also go to kpfk.org to make a pledge. It's a $75 pledge for the DVD, $125 for the book by Gary Tobbs, $200 for both. I recommend getting both because they're both very well-rounded a piece of information. The DVD will give you a sort of preliminary education on it. The book will go into much more detail. For $250 pledge, you can get the, uh, all of those plus the Uprising USB memory stick, which has Lustig's talk in MP3 format, 818-985-KPFK. We're nearly out of time, folks. Please keep those calls coming in. Make a $250 pledge, and you can break it up into installments of $20.83 a month. Thanks so much for everybody who's called in for Sonali Subversive Thought for the day. I thought I'd quote Winston Churchill, not that I'm a big fan of his, but once he said, a lie gets halfway around the world before the truth has a chance to get its pants on. That's Churchill. That's an Alisa verse of thought for the day. Let's get the truth out about sugar. You've been listening to Uprising. Martina Steiner is our assistant producer. Teddy Robinson is our engineer. Please keep those calls coming in. I'm your host and producer, Sonali Kolhatkar. Thanks so much for listening. I'll see you tomorrow at 8. 